What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast, where the bases are always loaded, and we will give you the information for your fantasy teams to knock it out of the park. My name is Tyler St. Jean. Tonight, I am joined by my co-host, Brandon Duff. We're going to run the two-man booth tonight. Brandon, got the semifinals coming up in most fantasy leagues, week 16. Uh, right right in the smack dead of a holiday season, Christmas in a few days. Uh, I'm sure you've probably been super busy, not only with the holidays things, but, you know, uh, setting and setting up your lineups and, and with all these players going, you know, to the COVID list. It's been it's been crazy. But how you doing, Brandon? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, like you just said, uh, you brought up that COVID thing. I mean, heading in, you're heading into your going into the playoffs, you're trying to win this week. And and like you said, COVID's coming in hot and heavy. We got every day guys are being reported. They got on the COVID-19 IR and yeah, you're just going to find guys you can kind of plug into your lineups and get through, see if you can kind of keep your season going. It's tough. Um, yeah. Just excited to get into the show and, and hopefully give you some good advice on guys to play this week. I mean, honestly, it's kind of rough, but yeah. It's I mean, how are you rough. feeling going into this week? Did you uh, win last week in any of your leagues? You uh, still still alive? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. I'm going strong. I know you had uh, that big Gabe Davis and St. Brown week, so. Yep, yep. I played uh, Gabriel Davis, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Uh, I benched Michael Pittman. Um, yeah, I just made a couple a couple moves. <laughs> That, you know, guys that were, weren't projected as much points, but I just felt with the matchups and and the, tra- you know, trends just trending upwards, looking like they were going to get more targets, they get more playing time. So sometimes you just got to roll the dice with good matchups and, and volume, right? So that's all, that's all it is there, man. You know, that's – I'll take a guy with upside and volume over, you know, a quote-unquote stud with a bad matchup depending on how bad the matchup is. Yeah, I hear that. Volume's huge in football. So, yes, sir. Uh, how you doing, Brandon? I know uh, in our in our league, we were both kind of in the consolation bracket, and we both advanced, so we're in the yeah we're final four to kind of go for like a top pick in the in the draft next year. But how about any other leagues? Are you still in it? Not really, honestly. Just being, yeah, my team's kind of <laughs> get eliminated, guys. I. Guys, I guys that are high, I was high on this year kind of didn't perform well last week. Like I was, like I said, Deontay, the guys I picked as is, is studs going into last week were a lot of the guys I have on my fantasy teams. Kirk Cousins, Deontay Johnson, those guys didn't perform as well as I was hoping. Um, so yeah, I'm out of it in a lot of leagues, but just looking forward, I'll, I'll be playing some DFS this week and kind of, yeah, rolling with it. I'll still be yeah. in the football and do my thing. So that's that's the best part. It's like if you do get eliminated, you could always put in, you know, a DraftKings lineup. You can do some underdog. There's always ways to uh, keep your interest in the game. Oh starting. right, yeah, do those over unders. Yeah, it's always yep. you get yep. something. Right, right. I mean, if you're uh, not betting on football, why are you even watching at that point? There's gonna be some kind of thing on the on the line. It's either fantasy or or DFS or like you said, those you're you're betting on something. Well, yeah, it, it makes your Sunday on watching Red Zone all day a lot more interesting if you're, uh, you know, you're playing fantasy sports. Right, sure. exactly. So, all right, with that said, let's get into our Week 16, our uh, weekly segment that we do here, the studs and the duds. We're going to pick one player going into Week 16. We feel is going to have a very good week, a stud week, if you will, and then we're going to pick another player that we don't feel is going to have a big week for you. They're kind of going to put up a dud. So – with that said, we'll start uh, with quarterback. We'll do the quarterback position. We're going to pick one player each at each position. Brandon, who's your Week 16 Q, uh, quarterback stud? Yeah, so guy I'd like to roll into Week 16 with is Matt Stafford. Uh, he's playing against the Minnesota Vikings. They're 29th versus quarterbacks for fantasy points allowed. Um, even the lowly Justin Fields just threw for 285 yards against them. I know yeah, he didn't put no, up many no, touchdowns, no, was- but... That was my uh, stud last week, so don't don't hate yeah, on. I know he put up he yeah he threw the ball around and I think Stafford can, you know, he should be able to put up over three hundred yards against them. Um, 
they're in the Vikings defense. Like I said, they're just they're terrible against quarterbacks. They're bottom five in yards allowed and touchdowns allowed. I just think Stafford, even though he's coming off kind of a mediocre week last week, he only had 19 fantasy points. I think with with Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson kind of coming on, he's got Odell Beckham. Hopefully nobody's winding up on the COVID-19 IR. I think he can kind of put up a big week this week against the Minnesota Vikings. So kind of get back on track. He had some big weeks before last week. So, Yeah, I, I picked some fields as my stud last week because he was going up against that same Minnesota Vikings team. Like you mentioned, the 29th against, uh, you know, the pass. They're not very good against the run either. Just Minnesota Vikings defense this year has not been good. They just released the starting cornerback, Rashad Breland, for uh, getting into it at practice with coaches. So they're, uh, you know, they're shorthanded there. Uh, and, you know, Stafford, he's got the weapons. Cooper Cup's going to finish wide receiver one this year in fantasy. As long as you got him with complimentary pieces like Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson, like you just said, uh, I can definitely see Stafford putting up over 300 yards and maybe a couple scores in this one. Um, my quarterback stud, I'm going to roll with Jalen Hurts from the Eagles. He's going to be playing at home again uh, against the New York Giants. I know we just played Tuesday night at home, so he's only got the five-day rest, but I think he'll be okay. Um the interesting thing here is Jalen Hurts put up his worst game of the season actually against the New York Giants, but that was on the road. It was a few weeks ago, and I mentioned this earlier a few weeks ago on our show, Brandon. I don't know if you remember or not, but the New York Giants, if you look at their, their defense this year, it's so weird. On the road, they're they're awful. So it's that their defense isn't coming to play on, on the road apparently this year. They, they are have been playing tough teams on the road too, good offenses, but it's just if you look at their home splits and their – their away splits on defense. It's a, it's a different story. Um, and I think the Eagles just have something to play for. The Giants don't. I think the Giants are kind of like just ready to finish the season at this point. They've had so many injuries, and the, their teams kind of fell apart this year. Um, Jalen Hurts, Tuesday night, looked really good. He looked healthy. He, the ankle looked all right. And um, he just made good throws the whole time. I know Washington football team was very undermanned. COVID hit them hard, but – you know, if, if a defensive line can give him that much time in the pocket like they did Tuesday night against Washington, uh, I think Jalen Hurts is in for a, a big day. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I Like you said, he looked healthy. They utilized him in the running game last week. He ran eight times. He had two touchdowns on the ground. Um, I mean, that's what you loved about him coming into the season. So, yeah, I think if he, if he's healthy going forward, I, I just I mean what is he on the year? Is he he's like QB, he's a top five quarterback? Yeah, he was he was like number one, but then he missed a week and I don't so I'm not sure about right now. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's top pro- I mean he's proven himself. He's kind of, he's a top quarterback in, in fantasy. So yeah. 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 All right, let's move on to the duds. Who's your dud here, Brandon? Yeah, my dud this week is uh two attack of Iloa going against the Saints. Um, yeah, I liked him coming into the season. He just hasn't performed as well as I'd like him to. Um, he hasn't been higher than quarterback 12 uh, since week six. He hasn't been, he's only been over 300 passing yards once this season. He's been over 275 passing yards only twice. Um, and he also doesn't run the ball. He has 88 rushing yards on the season. And that was something I thought he kind of did a little bit more of. So, um. Yeah, I just he doesn't have the floor that I'd like him to, and he doesn't really put up any big games. Um, the Saints are a pretty good defense. I just he's not a guy I'd really trust this week in the playoffs. Uh, what are your thoughts on him, Tyler? Yeah, he's usually one of those fringe quarterbacks that you can put as a streamer. He's had some easy matchups recently, but you're right. Now it's going to New Orleans playing at the Superdome against the Saints. Uh, very tough matchup. He's going to have Jalen Waddle back, uh, which is like a security blanket there. It's this guy he goes to, but, you know, Devontae Parker, Mike Kosicki, those guys are, are okay. But, you know, I could see Marshawn Lattimore kind of maybe locking up J- Jalen Waddle or Devontae Parker all game. And the Saints get to the quarterback. So, you know, if they're going to be pressuring him, um, yeah, I might be leaning more towards his better streamers than Tua Tagovailoa this week. So I'm right there with you there on that. My QB dud. 
I'm going to go with the guy who just faced the Saints, but now he's going to be traveling to Carolina. His name is Tom Brady. Um, so this is already a tough matchup going to Carolina because the Panthers have a top 10 defense against, you know, quarterbacks. Uh, this is a tough matchup, even if he had a fully healthy team, as you all know by now. They the injury bug hit them hard. Uh, Chris Godwin tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Mike Evans looks like he probably won't be playing with his hamstring. And Leonard Fournette's out. So those are his top three guys, you know, so they're all out. Antonio Brown's back this week, luckily, but I don't know if, how, how much you can trust that. He's been out for nine weeks. Uh, I don't know if he's just going to come back in and automatically be the number one option. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? How he's going to do. Who knows? I don't think he's, I don't know if they're going to even give him full snaps. We, we'll have to wait and see on that. Gronkowski showed us last week, kind of once Godwin and Evans left the game, I think he needs more help around him at this stage. I think Gronk's going to be a number one option either. Because if he gets double covered, he, he can't really do much. And just the rest of that lineup, you know, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, I think Brashad Perriman's on the COVID list as well. So they're, they're hurting right now with weapons. So I'm a little down, down on Tom Brady, you know, just matchup in general, but now you're taking away all his, his best pieces. Could be, could be a tough week again for Tom Brady, but uh, Brandon, let me ask you real quick about Brady. And then also I wanted to just throw this in there too. Is Ronald Jones a must start this week? Um, I, I don't know if he's a must start. I feel like there's a lot of those kind of, like you have Jeff Wilson tomorrow. A guy who's in a spot, he's going to get volume. Um, Elijah Mitchell's already ruled out. There's a lot of like backup running backs that are getting plays. So I don't, I don't necessarily think Ronald Jones is a must start, but I, I get if you're playing him because he's in line to see a lot of work. And like we've said before, volume is very important in fantasy football. Um, as far as Brady goes, coming off the week he had last week, I, he didn't put up five fantasy points and. Like you said, all of his weapons are out. It's it's hard to to trust him this week. Uh, like you said, with Antonio Brown and Tyler Johnson as his top guys, I'm very excited if I have Antonio Brown on my team. I'm plugging him in my lineup. I'm guessing he's going to see ten plus targets in from Brady. So I'm he kind of is in line for a big game this week. Um. Yeah, but even with. Carolina having a good secondary, like Stefan. No, it's, t- it's guys tough, gonna... but I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm usually playing guys if I think they're going to see a high volume of passes. And I think he will from Brady this week. I mean, like you said, he has nobody left. Like yeah. you would, you, would you not play Antonio Brown this week? I mean, I probably would, but I, I might be leaning. If I had the option between Brown and, and Jones, I might lean Jones. Ronald just, Jones? Yeah. Like just, if you're because, a flex, right. just because if they get a lead, they, I think they're going to pound the ball. And if they don't, I think the same way that Fournette catches balls out of the backfield, I think Ronald Jones will do the same thing. It's just the only – I guess the only thing that worries me is Bruce Arians. Like, he he hates Ronald Jones for some reason. Like, it's like he'll miss one block and then he'll sit him for Keyshawn Vaughn the rest of the game. So, please don't do that. I mean, he came out today saying that he's the guy. He It's his job, Ronald yeah. Jones. So – they also signed Le'Veon Bell, which I don't think is means anything really to Jones's value. But yeah, he hasn't really. He didn't last year on the Chiefs, and he hasn't. He didn't this year on the Ravens. So yeah, no, I don't not, think Bell's got much left. Me, me either. All right, let's move on to running backs. Who's your running back stud this week? My running back stud this week was my running back dud last week, and it's James Robinson. Um, last week he was my dud for. You know, I, I felt with Urban Meyer was kind of leaning towards Carlos Hyde more than he was going with James Robinson. So I was just James Robinson wasn't somebody I was trusting the first week of playoffs. Urban Meyer got fired. The new coach kind of declared James Robinson as the guy. And he was the guy. He had an 82 percent snap share, which was his highest since week six. He had 18 carries, which was tied for his most on the season. Uh, six targets also tied for most on the season. And then he's playing against the New York Jets this week, which are the worst against running backs for fantasy. They're uh, third worst in yards per game. They've given up a bunch of rushing touchdowns. It's just a matchup that's great for Robinson. 
with the volume he saw last week, I think he kind of projects as a top 10 running back this this week. So he's a guy I really like coming into week 16. If you have him, I think he's a must start. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, we kind of questioned and almost confirmed that Ben Roethlisberger listens to our podcast because we were talking about him retiring. And then two days later, it was reported, I think, by Jake Laser that he uh, has been thinking about it and he probably will retire. So last week we talked about Urban Meyer needs to be fired. And um, later that night, Urban Meyer was indeed fired. So it looks like Shad, you can add Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, to the list of people who listen to the Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yeah, we have podcast. a billionaire owner. I'm yep. a billionaire listener now. So real quick before I move on, shout out to, to Big Ben Roethlisberger. We know you're listening and shout out to Shad Khan, especially when your son Tony has AEW wrestling on, on Wednesday nights and we're recording right now. So that's that's uh, you're, you're a valued listener, Mr. Khan. Anyways. Wait, we'll, his uh, son's we'll, a wrestler? His son owns a wrestling Oh, he company. owns it. He owns it, all right. <laughs> yeah. He's, that it's, makes sense. That makes more sense. It's <laughs> I thought like, he said he was a wrestler. I was like, whoa. No, no. Man, his son owns the wrestling out there for company. Money. <laughs> that's what his son does. And it's a pretty big company. It's on like TNT. But, um, yeah, I mean, this game – Somebody's going to carry the offense for the Jaguars, and it ain't going to be Trevor Lawrence. So, uh, James Robinson, what I'm going to speak, absolutely. Jets, like you said, dead last against running backs. They've been getting ran, run over all, all week. Duke Johnson, just didn't he just do it to him like right. last week? Yes, he right. Did. He so, did. you know, he anybody. 15 fantasy points. Yeah. Any, anybody, anybody breathing back there, you give them the ball and they'll get over 100 yards. And James Robinson is more than capable of doing it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Robinson. Would I play any other Jaguar? No, I still would stay away from them. Trevor Lawrence, one touchdown pass in his last seven games. He's looked awful. Absolutely awful. I'm, I'm done. Him and Zach Wilson. Actually, it's the game. It's the game of the just awful rookie quarterbacks. Cause I'm, I'm done. Like, there's nothing more to say about them right now. Like the funniest thing is that over the last like three or four weeks, the best receivers are Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. He's outperformed LaVisca well, and Marvin it, Jones. And that's because he took over for Jamal Agnew, who was the best receiver before that. They're a disaster. And, and Trevor Lawrence, the, the game's in New York. I know, like, they play in Jacksonville. He's from Clemson. They, I, like, it's going to be a cold-weather game, so who knows how that'll look. And, man, Zach Wilson, he had – I had Michael Carter. I was playing him. He had Michael Carter five yards ahead of him for a big game and overthrew him by, like, 10 feet over his head, Zach Wilson. Just awful. I, I don't know how Justin Fields and Mac Jones and eventually Trey Lance all were picked after those guys. I really don't know. I mean, Trevor Lawrence obviously was like, okay, once in a, a good college quarterback, but it's not translating. <laughs> it's not translating. Oh, no. No way. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, uh, running back stud here, I'm going to go Cordero Patterson. Atlanta Falcons will be playing at home against the Detroit Lions, and I'm picking on the Lions. Once again, like I had the last three or four weeks here, just because they're that bad against the run, kind of like the Jets, the Lions are like right there with them. Uh, Patterson had a dud last week against the 49ers, but actually he did have a touchdown on their first drive, but they got called back. And like, I don't even know how they did call it back. I was looking at the replay and it looked like he might have got the ball across, but they didn't count it. This week he has a much easier matchup. And I think Cordero Patterson's going to get back to his usual solid PPR outing. I just wish they threw him the ball again a little bit more. The last few weeks, they've almost been like just handing him the ball and getting 20 carries a game, but they're not throwing it to him. And I'm hoping this game, because the Lions aren't good against the running backs, no matter if you throw it or pass it to him, they're going to try to try to dump it off to him a little bit more this game. So you starting Cordero Patterson this week if you have him, Brandon? Yeah, I think at this point he's kind of proven himself as as kind of a must play, especially if you have a line, uh, a league that's running more than like one flex or m- more than two wide receivers. He's proven himself. Um, he's has ten touchdowns so far this year. Yeah, I mean at this, like you said, the only kind of issue I've had with him recently is his targets. And yeah. you brought that up. I, but other than that, he's getting enough touches. Enough touches. He seems like one of their main targets in the red zone whether that's through the air or they, they're giving him carries. So they use him on the goal. I mean, they use him just like a regular running back. So, yeah, I'm on him at this point. I like him. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, Mike Davis is obviously like kind of the 
you would think bigger bruiser back, but near the goal line, they're not afraid to go to Patterson. No, no, the right, if Patterson's too. on the field and they're they're like running because they run harder up sometimes. Mm-hmm. They'll just, they'll keep Patterson on the field. They won't sub him out. Yep. Yep. All right, who's uh your running back dud this week? All right, so my running back dud coming off a big week last week. Guy I was down off a down on last week is Jeff Wilson. He's got Tennessee Titans. Um. The Titans are number one versus RBs in fantasy points this year. Uh, he hasn't really been heavily involved in the passing game, which is something I like seeing from running backs. He's had five targets total in his three starts. And with the Titans being as good as they are versus the run, they've only allowed 87 yards per game, second in the NFL. Um, they're top five in touchdowns allowed. It's just they're – they're not a team I'm looking to start a running back against in general. And even though Jeff Wilson's been getting the volume when Elijah Mitchell's been out, I don't know. It's just, it's tough for me to trust him this week. I didn't trust him last week. He did have a good week, but yeah, I'm looking to stay away. If I have something, if I have somebody I trust a little bit more than him, I, I, I'd play him over Wilson. What yeah, do you that was also about? at home against the Falcons last week. Yeah, right. His matchup was a cupcake. Yeah, on the road, short week, Tennessee. That's that's a lot tougher. Um, yeah, and I, just watching the game too. I know, like towards the end, they started feeding him, but I, it was still like Kyle Uzcheck vultured a touchdown from him. Debo was still getting handoffs, right? So I, I don't know. I don't think they're going into this game thinking we're going to hand the ball off to Jeff Wilson twenty plus times. So you're right. It might be kind of a volume thing too there. So, you know, especially when you have playmakers on the offense, Garoppolo's been playing well. Uh, when you got Kittle, D- Ayuk, Debo, you got to use those guys too. So, yeah, I would I would be very careful inserting Jeff Wilson into your lineup this week. Another guy I'd be careful inserting into your lineup just because he, he had a big day too last week, Brandon, is Devin Singletary from the Buffalo Bills. That's my running back dud. He had 22 carries against the Panthers, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Um, The big thing here is he also had over 90% running back uh, snap share. So I think Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. They're back to doing that again. Matt Breda didn't – I don't even know if he was active or not, but he didn't play if he was. Uh, So, yeah, it was all all Singletary last week. But this week, uh, the matchup's not good. He's at New England. I know Jonathan Taylor has had a big day against the Pats, but that's also because he, he's on a run-heavy offense. He's a leading rusher in the league. He's he Jonathan Taylor. Six, what is it? He's Jonathan Taylor. He had a 68-yard <laughs> touchdown in the last two minutes that also made it look yeah. a lot better than than what it – you know what I mean? Like if he didn't have right. a long yep. run, it wouldn't right. have been. Yep. So, yeah, I'm just off of, of Singletary. I know um, also Josh, T- uh, Josh Allen uh, last week, I think the reason why Singletary had so many carries is because he's coming off an ankle injury and he was kind of throwing the ball more than usual. Josh Allen wasn't really doing his normal scrambling around running. They were just kind of running the ball more with Singletary, but this being such a big game at Gillette, you know, kind of like the vision on the line here. uh, I think the winner of this game kind of controls their destiny now at this point. Right. So after what happened a few weeks ago, Monday night football, they kind of got embarrassed at home just, not be able to win that that game. And I think Josh Allen's going to be let let go to do whatever he wants, and I think he's going to run for more yards than, than Singletary in this game. What do you think? Yeah, I think if the Bills have kind of shown us one thing this year about their running backs, it's not to trust any of their running backs, basically. Yep. I mean, just two weeks ago they were saying how Breida needs to get more involved. He needs to have the most touches. And now this week they're saying Singletary is their guy. That's the guy they trust as the running back who what, he was the guy at the beginning of the season who they went away from. So well, then it yeah, was Zach can, Moss for a few weeks. Right. Then it was right? Zach Moss. Zach Moss was the guy after the healthy scratch. And now he's a healthy scratch again. You know who, you know who their running back is? J- Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He, got, he also plays quarterback. It just, he's the best running back and quarterback for the team. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm not like, especially if I'm in the playoffs, if I'm, you know, I mean, you're playing for a championship spot next week. I'm not trusting Devin Singletary. Oh, no. I don't have him, but I wouldn't be playing him. All right. Who – let's move on to receiver. Who's your wide receiver stud? 
Uh, I'm going with DK Metcalf this week oh. again. I know he's kind of a hot topic on this podcast, but uh, he's got the Chicago Bears this week. So 12 targets last week, 131 air yards. Um, he's been heavily involved the last couple of weeks in terms of targets. Hasn't really put up any huge games yet, though. Um, the Bears have given up the second most passing touchdowns in the NFL. I'm hoping Metcalf can see the end zone this week, maybe twice, hopefully. But I just, I don't know. I'm thinking this is the game that Metcalf gets off. I think the Bears are kind of a weak secondary. They had a few injuries last week in their game. Um, so, yeah, I know Wilson's kind of been off his thing, but I think they got it this week. DK Metcalf. I just saw him fantasy pros, man. He's ranked like 24th or something this week. I just, I feel like you can finish higher than that. I like DK yeah. this week. I'm going to have to oppose you. Brandon. <laughs> I know. I knew. <laughs> I knew going into this. That yeah. I can't, I can't hop on the Metcalf. I just trained with you. Uh, I think like you mentioned Chicago, their defense actually didn't play. Like they only, they held Kirk Cousins under a hundred yards. And that oh was like no, they shut him down. But if you watch that game, if you watch that game, I really thought that was more on Kirk Cousins than the Bears defense. I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but I was but I was watching the stat line and I was shocked that the Bears had so many injuries in their secondary and yet Kirk Cousins. It's because it was a primetime game. Don't don't ever play <laughs> Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. I made that mistake. Luckily, I won my matchup, but I'm never doing that again. It's like Andy Dalton. Yeah, just brutal. But um yeah, and then yes, last night, well, uh, Tuesday night, Seattle, Russell Wilson didn't, didn't look that good either. And I think it's because Tyler Lockett was missing. And now with Tyler Lockett, uh, from what I when I saw, he, he should be back. I guess he passed his first negative test, and you got to pass two. So it looks like he'll be back. I think, uh, I don't know. I think after this past week, Metcalf just didn't really get the job done for, for Russell Wilson. He, I think he's gonna with Lockett back in his lineup. I think he's gonna be looking more Lockett's way. I think he, I think he's been looking Gerald Everett's way a little bit. And let's not forget, Seattle's a usually a run heavy team. Rashad Penny, Alex Collins could be back. DJ Dallas. So I don't know, man. DK, I, I, I would think twice before putting him in my lineup this week. I would. Bad move, Tyler. I'm telling you. I don't have him. But I would I would think twice. All right. Who's your stud this week? My stud actually kind of hinges on if his quarterback can come back in time. So I'm going with Detroit Lions. I'm on Ross St. Brown, but this is only if Jared Goff can get off the COVID list. Uh, if Jared Goff can't play, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I would still like think up St. Brown can have a big day without Jared Goff. But I know with Jared Goff, I would say he's going to have a big day because they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. And, and we know about that defense. They're not very good. And Amon Ross St. Brown has 35 targets in his last three games. Just this past game, over a 40% target share. Uh, Goff has come out and told everybody that's a security blanket. <laughs> so he's looking his way all the time. He doesn't really run deep routes. He's kind of near the, the line a lot, but he's got kind of like a PPR machine going right now, you know? And um, – the game will be in a dome. It will be in Atlanta. And I can just see him continuing getting 10-plus targets again. That might even be, you know, golf or not. I guess one thing you could be a little wary of is it looks like DeAndre Swift is back at practice and he could he could be playing again on uh, this weekend on Sunday. And if Swift plays – What's Goff's news? Is he hurt or is it COVID? No, it's COVID. He went on the COVID IL on Monday. So he's got like the six days to, to come back. If Goff didn't play, I think I'd be a little bit nervous. Yeah. I think David Blau or something like that's their bag. But if Goff does play, he'd be a definite star for me. That's that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. I like St. Brown, if man. He, and I like I kind of like what Goff – I don't think Goff is great, but I like what he brings to the table kind of. I feel like he's kind of – he's like a good player and he has like a winning kind of attitude thing going. And I think St. Brown is – he's good. He's just a good player. He runs good routes. He gets open. Like you said, he – He's involved near the line of scrimmage. They throw to him a lot. And he has the ability to make big plays. He's kind of proven that. So, yeah, I think St. Brown, if Goff is healthy, he's he's kind of a guy I'd like to put in my lineup this week. Yeah, me too. 
but we'll see. We'll see if golf is available, and that will. Uh, I'm so confused a- about all the regulations now with the code because they like change the rules. They like change the rules now. Like guys don't they either have to test negative less times or they if they don't have symptoms or if they're vaccinated. Yeah, they change something up, and now I'm like. If I'm you're doing... a, if you're asymptomatic, uh, you, you you test two times negative, you can come back whenever or something like that. But I don't know if you if you're not vaccinated, it's an automatic ten days. So we'll see we'll see about golf, and that'll probably determine what I'm going to do with St. Brown. But um, who's your who's your wide receiver dud this week? I'm going with Brandon Ayuk going against the Titans. So I went with Jeff Wilson as my running back dud. I just, you know, he saw two targets last week. Um, if the 49ers have their way, they're definitely going to run the ball a lot more than they throw the football. Uh, and he just he's the third option in a run-heavy offense. They go to Kittle more. They go to Debo Samuel more. Um, Jawan Johnson had six targets last week to Brandon Ayuk's two. I don't know. I he's He put up some big weeks. When Debo Samuel was out, it's just hard for me to trust him this week. Like I said, I they don't throw the ball a lot. And if he's not going to get targeted, I don't know. I just not a guy I'm going with. Even though the Titans' secondary is kind of weak. They've let up points to receivers. But like I said, if, if the Niners get a lead, they're going to run the football. So are you going to take back your Jeff Wilson take then? No, I because I think Wilson... <laughs> If you look at the prior games Wilson had, he had volume, but he still didn't put up fantasy points. Okay. He had 19 carries in his first start, and he, yeah. but he only scored like eight fantasy points. Yeah, okay, he doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield, right? right. I guess PPR leagues, it's – yeah. Yeah, we are, we are. this is PPR league we're talking about, so that definitely makes sense. But Ayuk, yeah, well, PPR leagues, he doesn't get a ton of receptions. So, right, Ayuk's kind of a hit or miss. Kind of needs to to uh, get you a touchdown to go along with he the was, stat though, line. Two, two weeks ago, he saw 10 targets. Like, he was seeing volume for a while, but Debo wasn't healthy. Yeah. And so, like, now that Debo's back, I mean. Kittle. Kittle's getting Right, Kittle's been going off lately. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go ahead. My wide receiver, Dud, here. I'm going to go DJ Moore. Uh, he's going to be playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Bucks defense is good in general, and they also should be putting a ton of pressure on Cam Newton, who I guess Cam Newton's going to be playing quarterback. It came out today that Matt Rule, the head coach, said uh, Sam Darnold's back and he'll play a quote-unquote significant role in the game. So it's like, is Cam playing? Is Darnold going to spell Cam at some point in the game? Who knows? Who knows? That, that's why DJ Moore is my receiver. Doug. We don't even know what that quarterback's going to be this week. So just a matchup-based, uh, tough defense. Quarterback is the biggest issue. DJ Moore, like, some people are still high on him because he's still getting a ton of targets and looks, but until they figure out quarterback situation in Carolina, I'm I'm not, like, fully confident putting more into my lineup. And, and just the matchup into itself, like, it's not a good matchup either. Uh, Sam Darnold and DJ Moore were my two biggest duds of the whole season. But if you look at the first month of the year when, when Darnold was playing quarterback, that's when DJ Moore was putting up his best weeks. Well, So was Darnold. Darnold right. was good. I was right. taking victory laps on Darnold and DJ Moore. Yeah, absolutely. And then they both they, just started they, tanking. They started and, off really in well. In my opinion, it, it has more to do with Darnold than DJ Moore. Because sure. Darnold has been – terrible in the past and dj moore has been good with bad quarterbacks in the past but, so. but wouldn't you still like at this point right now why doesn't he just say sam Darnold starting and like I, i'm just like kind of no I the wishy-washy like, that's terrible because you bring in cam newton he wins the first game and then it's like cam newton's the savior yeah and then, then cam newton awful. sucks he's right awful right so now it's like all right we're we're gonna go to Darnold. Darnold's gonna be the guy PJ Walker's been the best quarterback of all, all three, probably at this so point. Like, play him. Like I, I don't know. I, what know. They do I agree. Man. They play they PJ need Walker. to sign a guy in the offseason or you know, I don't know. We'll get somebody. Anybody. 
Yeah, because they signed Robbie Anderson. He has he's been terrible this year. He's been terrible. That's Paris, that was probably my, my biggest. Marshall, he's had healthy scratches. Oh, he's not even playing anymore. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their offense has been bad. It's it's been brutal. All right, let's move on to tight ends. Who's your tight end stud? I'm going with Zach Ertz. Okay. You had DeAndre Hopkins out last week. He saw 11 targets. That was the most he's seen so far this season as a Cardinal. 89% snap share, highest as a Cardinal. Indianapolis Colts a 30th versus the tight end. Um, yeah, I think Zach Ertz is going to be involved a ton. Um, with Hopkins out last week, he was one of their main focuses on offense. And I can see that again this week versus the Colts. So Zach Ertz is a guy I definitely trust going into the fantasy. You know, like you said, what is it, semifinals this week? Should be the semis in most leagues. Yeah, yeah. most leagues. So, yeah, Zach Ertz. I like him this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely agree on this one. Hunter Henry and the Patriots just had two touchdowns sat last Saturday night against the Indianapolis right. Colts. That was your tight end stud, right? That was my tight end That was stud. a great call. Yep. Henry was a good call this week. And I think Ertz, Ertz is going to be a, a pretty good call this week as well. Um, I think that's how you you kind of have to attack the Colts. I think they're a really good run uh, run defense. So Connor, we don't even know what's going on with him right now. He's been banged up, and Chase Edmonds coming back. But you mentioned uh, Hopkins and and Rondell Moore is another one. Like we don't even know what's going on with him either. Like is he hurt? Is he just the coaching staff starting to like fade him out a little bit? Because it his, seems like they're fading him out a little bit because they his, they were going to Kirk last week. They're going to Wesley, yeah. that guy Wesley, Antoine Wesley. Wesley, yeah, Antoine Wesley. All right. of a sudden, it's in him. Yeah, three, so it right? seems like they have other other guys that they prefer the, over Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. The only two pass catchers I would play right now on the Cardinals is is Christian Kirk and Zach Ertz. I think Kirk's the number one receiver right now, and I think Ertz is going to be right there with him as the top two pass catchers in the offense. I I wouldn't trust anyone else right now. Um, Connor and Edmonds, that's another sticky situation. I don't, I don't even know what I'd do with that either at this point, but – I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But my tight end stud, I'm going to roll with uh, – my quarterback stud was Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard from the uh, Eagles. Uh, he's got two games in a row now with over 100 receiving yards. And the, the good thing here is each game was with a different quarterback. So he had over 100 yards with Gardner Minshew. Then he Tuesday night he just had another, over another 100 yards with Jalen Hurts. Uh, he had nine targets with Jalen Hurts. Tuesday night. And what I was been noticing watching the game is they're just, they're setting up screens for him. Like he, he's become the focal point in the passing game for that team. Uh, not Devonta Smith, not Jalen Rager, but Dallas Goddard is finally getting almost like a Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey respect on the, from, from the offensive coordinator being like, Hey, this is where we're going to go to. Uh, it looked it looked iffy the beginning of the game when it kicked off his heel. I don't know if you saw that. Kind of kind of gave Hurts an interception that really shouldn't have been Hurts' fault. He threw it right at Dallas Goddard and it, he dropped it and it kicked off his heel as he was running and it popped up in the air and it was an interception. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, he but he bounced back. He bounced back and had a really good game. So I think they continue to feed Dallas Goddard in the, in the passing game and I can see him doing some work against the Giants on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think you saw – like, what you saw this weekend was exactly what people were expecting coming into the year. And then when Zacherts was traded, it was definitely what people were thinking was going to happen. I mean, Goddard last week was the tight end everybody wants in fantasy. He he looked like he could be, like, a top-five guy on a weekly basis. I mean, if Hurts goes to him as his, as his top guy, yeah, I, I like Goddard this week. I definitely trust him. I'd play him. I'd start him. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add to what you said. Like, he he just, I mean, he was my tight end dud going into the year because I just thought Ertz was there. He was being drafted as like a top twelve guy, but he finished his top ten as like tight end twenty two last year. So he wasn't mm-hmm. really, in my opinion, gonna. But once Ertz was traded, he kind of had the potential to be that yeah. that tight end that could put up ceiling games. And what were you gonna say? He- I was going to say, he's kind of been a dud this year with the exception of the past two games. I'm just going off, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm going on trends 
right? In volume. Right, but and and right now, Dallas Goddard. What is that position? You need to do that at a tight end. Yeah, absolutely. Right the guys now, that Dallas Goddard. Two weeks ago, you didn't like Gerald up. Everett, but Gerald Everett is looking yeah. pretty good right now. Hey, trending up and getting targets. Yeah. That's that's Dallas Goddard right now is doing a great job of that, or at least the Eagles are doing a great job of doing that for him. So, yeah, I think Dallas Goddard is going to have, have a stud week. Who's your uh, tight end dud this week? Yeah, so I'm going – it's a guy I know uh, – You, I think you had him as a stud a couple weeks ago, and I'm bringing him back as a dud this week. It's Tyler Conklin. He just has – Cousins hasn't been uh, playing up to his level that he was earlier in the season, and neither has Conklin. Over the last five games, he has one game with more than three targets. The Rams are – I think 13th or 14th against tight ends this year. They're in the top half of the league. They are very good against QBs too, which I think is bad for Tyler Conklin. So he's just a guy I really wouldn't trust this week. Um, I would try to find somebody to plug in over Conklin. Like we talked about Gerald Everett, just anybody that's seen a lot of targets at this point. Uh, he's just not heavily involved in the offense right now. So yeah, I'm just not in on Tyler Conklin this week. How do you feel about him? No, yeah, he's a drop. Uh, if you still own him, drop him. Because middle of the year, he was showing something, but you're right, the past three or four games, he's he's done nothing, like nothing. So there's other tight ends out there you mentioned. Go go to them. Go to Gerald Everett. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head besides Gerald Everett, but there's guys out there who uh, you can you can grab up if you're looking to replay. I mean, Tyler Conklin probably wasn't your starting tight end anyways. Uh, if, if he was, I want to be in your league because I don't know how you're in the semis if Tyler Conklin is your starting mm-hmm. tight end still. But anyways, my tight end, Dud, this is a guy you might actually want to – if you're streaming tight end still, you, you're looking at you might want to play him this week. I don't know. I'm saying be careful with him. Foster Moreau from the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, this also has to do with if Darren Waller is going to play or not. I guess he didn't practice again today. I mean, I don't well, – Will we see Darren Waller again the rest of this year? Who knows at this point? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I'm hoping he'll come back because I have him in a league. I'd like him to play because if not, if not Waller, I'm going with Gerald Everett, like he just said. But um, because I'm not going to go with Foster Moreau, I'd rather play Gerald Everett over Foster Moreau. Broncos have a top ten. Uh, I'm sorry, f- top five defense against tight ends in fantasy. And uh, you know, kind of like I was mentioning with Devin Devin Singletary, Foster Moreau also had a pretty Pretty okay game, pretty solid game. Uh, seven catches, 65 yards, not bad. But the games before that, nothing. I was expecting more from Foster Moreau, just in general. And I don't think this is a, this is a very good matchup playing the, the Denver Broncos, who are pretty solid against receivers and tight ends. So I'm saying he's a fade this week. What about you? Yeah, the the first week Waller was out this year, I, Moreau had a touchdown. He had yep. like 70 or 80 yards receiving. He put up a big was, game that week. I think it was like six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Right. Yeah, he had a he put up a big performance. Um yep. but yeah, ever ever since then, he kind of he hasn't really been that guy. What about what do you think of Ricky Seals Jones this week? Seven so, targets last week. What is it? Seven targets. Okay. Threw him in the red zone. Yeah, but he also just played the Philadelphia Eagles, who are, like, not last against tight ends. They're, like, dead last. Like, separated from the pack last against tight ends. Like, who on the Eagles has covered a tight end this year? Bad. Ricky Seals Jones just he's mentioned what he had seven targets, right? And he had a couple catches against them. So yeah, he never I'm out. I'm out on Seals Jones too. It's a tough position, man. But I don't know. Someone's gotta I don't know. Why who they're playing the Cowboys too, right? The the Cowboys football team. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just he, I liked the targets last week, so he was just the guy. I thought yeah. that. Hey, your guy uh, John Bates almost had a touchdown though. He caught uh, a big uh, pass. Yeah, night. yeah, so. yeah. He get ta- tackled right at the goal line. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our uh, next segment here, Brandon. The take your pick segment. Every week, you come up with five scenarios, 
and it could be an over-under. It could be a pick-your-player, which one has more receptions or passing yards, whatever it may be. And then we look back at the week, go over our records, and then we have five new scenarios for week 16. So last week, Brandon, we all took our pick. So unfortunately, one of these scenarios we had to kind of take off. We had to, we had to say no, and there was, it was not, wasn't going to count. And that was more receiving yards, Cooper Cup or Tyler Lockett. Since Tyler Lockett did not play due to, due to COVID, that one's not going to count. Uh, we all picked Cooper Cup, who had a great day, but we don't know how Tyler Lockett would have done, right? So we're not going to count it. So last week was out of four. So I went two and two. Nick went two and two. And Brandon, you went one and three. So for the season overall, I am 41 and 26. Brandon, you are 32 and 35. And Nick is 32 and 25. So let's go over real quick the picks from last week, and then we'll do five brand new scenarios. Last week, we asked the question, more passing yards, Pat Mahomes or Justin Herbert when they faced off against each other in Thursday night football. I said Pat Mahomes, Brandon and Nick picked Justin Herbert. Pat Mahomes ended up with 410 yards. Herbert had 236. So I won that that pick. Um, The next one, Mac Jones, over under one and a half uh, total touchdown passes. Nick and Brandon went with the under. I went with the over, and I was correct. I said over, and I said he'd have two touchdowns, and he did have two touchdowns to Hunter Henry. More receiving – oh, yeah, that one doesn't count. So more rushing yards, uh, Sunday Night Football, Leonard Fournette or Alvin Kamara. Uh, Nick went with Leonard Fournette. Brandon, me and you took Kamara, and Nick got that one. Leonard Fournette had 34 yards, and Kamara only had 18. So Kamara rushing sometimes (laughs) will go like under 20 yards this year. I'm never picking him again and and taking pick for rushing. Because I think last time, didn't he have like 11 yards rushing or something like that? Now he had 18 again. Like, what is that? Yeah, All right, more total good. yards Monday Night Football, Dalvin Cook or David Montgomery. I went with David Montgomery. Brandon and Nick went with Dalvin Cook. This one was close. So Dalvin Cook had 91 total yards. Montgomery had 83. So you guys won that one. All right, this week, let's roll. Thursday Night Football, Brandon, more receptions. A.J. Brown or Brandon Ayuk? I'm going to go A.J. Brown. Yeah, I didn't realize he was uh, one of your duds, but I'm also going to go – with AJ Brown is Nick and Nick, Nick uh, sent me his picks. He's going Ayuk. Oh, except <laughs> picks and he's going Brandon Ayuk. All right, next one Saturday Night Football. Jonathan Taylor against the Arizona Cardinals over or under one hundred rushing yards. Nick and I are both going over. All right. That's going to make three of us. I'm not going against Jonathan Taylor right now. More receiving yards on Sunday. Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson? I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Nick is going to go Cooper Cup. All right. I will go with Justin Jefferson. Dak Prescott. Sunday night football against the Washington football team over or under two and a half total touchdowns. We're both going under. All right. I'm going to go over. And then the last one, Monday night football, more total yards, Duke Johnson or Miles Gaskin. Next go Miles Gaskin. I'm going Duke Johnson. Okay. I will go. I'll go with my guy Miles Gaskin. I think they were just easing him in last week because it was COVID situation. So we'll see though. I'm hoping. <laughs> he's, in one of my, he's in one of my lineups. So I gotta you gotta hope sometimes that that's yeah, what no, I hear you. In fantasy football, that's how it goes. You just gotta hope. All right. Last and final segment, Brandon. Money in the bank. How did you do last week? Tell me you hit. No. Oh, my God. This curse. It's a curse segment. I didn't hit. It's a curse segment. All right. We haven't hit so I went, now in like. I went with months. Deontay Johnson. Yep. 100 yards and a touchdown, and he. Hey. It was one of his worst performances of the season. Hey, what did I say last week? I said, 
if you listen to the show, take our players and go with the under. And if you went with the under on Deontay Johnson, you won some money. See? But yeah. All right. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know but... either. All right. What's your uh what's your take this week? Let's go. We gotta hit some, man. We gotta finish gonna go, strong. I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. We got Urban Myers on the outs. We got James. I'm going with James Robinson. He's been okay. my boy. I picked him as a stud multiple times this year. He was my dud last week, and it was strictly because of Urban Meyer. And that man is out the door. Yeah. And Robinson was heavily involved last week. He's got the worst rushing defense in the league this week he's going against. He's going to have 100 total yards, and he's going to score a touchdown, and you can take that to the bank. All right. I like that you said total yards. Total yards. Total. Yeah. All right. I dig it. So last week, I also didn't hit. I, I just like worded it wrong, though, man. Why did I have to word it the way I worded it? My wording messed up my money in the bank. We'll say it so again. Last week, I said that Jalen Hurts would throw for at least two touchdowns and rush for one. Do you know what Jalen Hurts did? My guess, he, he threw for one and rushed for two. And he rushed, yep. Yeah, he rushed for two and threw for mm-hmm. one. So if I just said three touchdowns, two of them could be, I don't know. It's my fault. I, I thought he'd throw for two and rush for one. Apparently, he wanted to rush for two and throw for one. Yeah. So, curse segment. Curse segment forever, man. I lost by a yard last week with Michael Gallup. This time, Jalen Hurts wants to do the opposite of what I want him to do. So, Let's see, though. This is this is this week. You ready? This is what I'm going to go with. Here we go. I'm going to go Russell Gage from the Atlanta Falcons. All right. I like Gage. He's been good lately. I'm going to go that he will play at least one snap. No, I'm, just... <laughs> I'm going to go that Russell <laughs> You can take that to the bank. And you can take that. <laughs> but he'll probably slip up a banana peel in the locker room for the game. No, Russell Gage. And actually, it's funny we say this because with COVID, who knows if he'll actually play right. snap, right? Yeah, right. But I'm hoping he will. And I'm saying Russell Gage goes over 85 receiving yards on Sunday. I wanted oh, to do 100, God. but he only had one game over 100. He's actually only had one game over 85, too. So No, nah, but he's was... been good for them. He's been pretty dependable. Yeah. And... I yeah, thought it was reasonable, player. over 85 receiving yards on Sunday. I like it. All right. Thus concludes Money in the Bank and our show. But we have many football shows left, man. I think next week's going to have to be our last week, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, some teams might play in week 18. We can do one more week. You want to do a week 18 show? Yeah, I feel like it. Some some teams might play. We do studs and duds. It's kind of just picking players. You can play them in DFS. You can play them anywhere you want. Uh, I'm down. I'm down to do a week 18 show. We can even add a kind of a end of year segment around you know, a we'll, recap. I was gonna say we'll have to like yeah we kinda, can players we were high on players we were low on guys we we hit and missed. We could do like end of season award show or I something like, like that. Mm-hmm. Like you know uh, biggest overachiever, biggest biggest dud. We could talk maybe next year a little bit when we're thinking on some players because after that man we're gonna have to kind of pause the. The show for about a month or two. Yeah, there's a little. We get into baseball again. Yep. Little little dull area, which is sad, man. We're gonna. We're for sure coming back though in the in the spring no to do baseball. Oh, we're doing baseball, baby. I'm gonna miss doing the show in a couple of weeks, but still got a couple solid episodes for all you listeners out there. So stay tuned. But yeah, man, just this past weekend. My my anxiety level, fantasy football kind of takes a toll on you sometimes. With you, my my overthinking. I never overthought more things, and you know because I text you a lot. My overthinking on some of these lineups I'm throwing out, man, it, it gets to you. Like it absolutely gets to you. Yeah, but it worked out this week though. It did. It did. You played the right guys. But I also I substituted Kirk Cousins on Monday night instead of Jalen Hurts on Tuesday night, but I still won. Yeah. I won the matchup. I was looking for a solid floor, but Kirk Cousins. That was probably know. that was probably the one play that you shouldn't have come to me on. Yeah. You should have talked to somebody else about that one. <laughs> well, this week, no questions asked. I'm going Jalen yeah. Hurts. 
But uh, I'll show you my lineup again at some point later in the week, kind of let you know how, what I'm thinking, how, how I'm feeling. So, but yeah, man, it's tough with a few leagues, just going back and forth. And then with COVID, man, like guys fly, guys drop in and you got, you got rush to the, rush to the, you know, waivers and see if you can pick up a guy in time to replace funny, him. The, and, when we, when we started our baseball podcast, we were talking about COVID and how we wished like, you know, hopefully this will end soon. We won't be talking about this anymore. And and we're talking about it right now. Week 16 of fantasy football. We're talking about COVID. Brandon, in March of 2020, do you remember what everyone was saying back then? It was just going to last a couple of weeks or something. Stay like that. home to flatten the curve and right. then we'll all be okay. <laughs> and here we are the, going into the 2022. Fuck, the curve. We're going into 2022 next week. The damn curve. And it's still the biggest thing in the world right now is these, in the new variants. And it's, uh, we're never going to get rid of it, man. Like it's, I don't want to get too much into COVID right now. <laughs> no, nah, me either. Me I'm either. like, I really? I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not even like, a big person into it. I'm just saying, like, that's what it's starting to feel like. It's like we're going to be talking about COVID for a long time still. So it's, it is what it is. Like, yeah, that's where we are. Hey, you know, gonna make the gonna make the most of it. Best of it. The season's not canceled, so we're still playing fantasy. It's tough. A lot of luck involved right now with the guys who are going on the list who aren't. But just gonna keep keep it up because. In a few weeks, Brandon, we just said that we're not going to be recording anymore. And, like, it's going to be sad about fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, are we, what am I supposed to do on Sunday from now on? Like, I don't get Like, Am I supposed to actually, like, do something besides watch Red Zone? Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, I mean, you got the NFL playoffs are actually happening. Yeah, that's right. The playoffs. I mean, I mean, in, in my other life, I actually play NHL, NHL DFS Every single day of the week. So I'll be locked into NHL, although it's canceled now through Christmas because of COVID. So <sighs> I'm not even, we won't even get into that because yeah. that's just a whole nother thing. I don't, I don't watch enough NHL or yeah, no, I'm heavily even NBA it. anymore. I wouldn't even know who to pick for NBA. To, no, I NBA, I don't have a it. clue. Yeah. But. I got to get back into it, man. All right. Any final words before we sign off for the night, Brandon? Just, I mean, you should probably be paying attention to Twitter right up until the one o'clock. Well, no, because the games are on Saturday, right? Yeah. So you should well, probably be paying attention tomorrow, Thursday night, and right. then there's two you on need to Saturday. Pay attention to all of them because at any point, I imagine a guy can be ruled out because of COVID. So mm. just that's a scary thing. Follow though. the news. Follow. You know, NBC Sports Edge, Player News, follow it, Twitter, follow beat writers, whatever you can do. Like That's the scary thing, though, is if, like, you got a guy going Monday night, like, do you wait? I know. Like... See, because, right, I mean, you bring that up. Jeff Wilson was one of my, my running back duds, but he plays tomorrow. So if, if you have him and you have a guy that plays on Sunday, I don't know. I might lean Jeff Wilson on Thursday night because you know he's going to play. That's that why. That's why I played Kirk Cousins Monday right, night over Jalen right. Hurts. I didn't want to go without a quarterback I'm in my lineup. Like you got to play at some point. Like oh, the guy's playing for sure tonight. Like and you just play him. I don't know. It's messing up lineups. It's messing with my head. It's messing with my head, man. All right. But anyways, I got to start thinking more about Christmas. We got Christmas in a few days, so happy holidays to you, Brandon, the entire Duff family. And to all of our listeners and to Nick Frazier, we know you're out there somewhere. <laughs> we hope to see you back here soon. Happy holidays, Nick. Happy holidays to everyone around. And until we see you next week, this has been Grand Slam. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.